As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as part of the Armchair Media Network. The 2020 NFL Draft's first round literally just ended, and AJ's upset, and I'm pretty happy. It's pretty good as a Steelers fan. You don't have to have a first-round pick this year. You just get Mick and Fitzpatrick, a Pro Bowl player, and you don't have to sit through this agony that AJ and all my other friends went through tonight. I'm feeling good. AJ, how you feeling? Um, I'm restraining myself from screaming still, and the pick was made, what, 40 minutes ago? Yeah, give or take. <laughs> Uh, I'm very angry. We'll, we'll get into but, it. But, but, but do you want to just get your your hot takes off now before <clears> we get into the actual show? Or do you just want to? Will it make you feel better? Uh, it's probably healthy, right? Like that's how the healing process works. <laughs> sure, sell yourself on that. <laughs> probably better to uh, not have all this pure rage through the whole show. Um, so wait, let me let me break it down. Yeah. Okay. So honestly, I didn't. The format of the series draft didn't really uh, didn't bother me that much or anything. The obviously the changes it felt pretty normal once things started getting going. The first fifteen picks or so were all pretty spot on. It was like, chalky baby. Yeah, it was like, and then it just went crazy. <laughs> um, so here we are. The Packers just trade up. They select Jordan Love mm-hmm. uh, to kind of cuck Aaron Rodgers. Lots going on. We got a couple Packers fans in our lives, so we're razzing them. AJ's having a good time. Seahawks are on the clock. AJ's thinking Sean Schneider's going to trade back. Yeah. I don't have to I don't have to deal with this. This is great. Then all of a sudden we hear Seahawks aren't going to trade back. The pick is in. Okay. I'm saying to AJ who you want. AJ's saying like Jalen Johnson would be nice or like I'd be cool with Josh UJ. Just like at least, like, AJ knows it's going to be a bit of a reach as a Seahawks fan at this point. But just hoping it's a reach on someone AJ's a fan of. Yeah, actually, uh, when I said JJ, I meant Josh Jones. Oh, well, that too. Jalen Johnson would have also been better, though, would it not have? Better than Jordan Brooks, yes, correct. And then the pick is in. Seahawks select Jordan Brooks, linebacker <laughs> Texas Tech. I'm laughing to myself because I'm so Seahawks and I like Jordan Brooks more than AJ so imagine how AJ feels AJ uh, go ahead cut my life into feel. pieces <laughs> that's, that's my first thought uh, okay so some people think linebackers a, I think you think linebackers a bigger need for the Seahawks than I do I still love KJ right obviously Bobby Wagner is the best linebacker in the fucking game I'm also I'm also kind of starting the movement that linebackers are the running backs of defense, so I also that would stop me from wanting yeah, linebacker. Yeah, okay. Sure. I, my my thoughts can be all over the place, but then the next pick is the the best linebacker on the board with a perfect fit to Baltimore and Patrick Queen. So that's also not a good look. Um, <laughs> you throw in that they drafted Cody Barton 88th last year for some reason, which I didn't like then, but he didn't look bad. He played good in specials. But then compared with Jordan Brooks, Jordan Brooks is not very good in coverage. Uh, Matt Wells coached him this year. He was Bobby Wagner's coach. He called him Bobby Wagner. Maybe that's the fucking reason for this pick. 
None of this makes sense to me, Rob. They're going to play base defense all fucking time like last year with Michael Kendricks. That did not work. He couldn't fucking cover. Same thing's going to happen with Jordan Brooks. That's how he's getting on the field, apparently. Um, if like Even if this pick was uh, what, like 59 for Seattle, I wouldn't be happy. I want to be enraged. Oh, okay. See, I, I, I like Jordan Brooks in the second round a lot. This was just too uh, early. See, he's a third-round guy for me, and I didn't want a linebacker. That no, I totally get it from that perspective too. The like, if you're gonna reach, at least reach for something. Yeah, me. like, uh, but no, this isn't need... that. <laughs> like, I would have been much happier with Gross Matos. I would have been way more happy with Uchi. Uh, like I said, Josh Jones, uh, man. Like even Isaiah Wilson, I would have been happier with. Or, or just go yeah. BPA. Like, if they took Patrick Queen, I would have felt better at the same position. Who's just a better football player. Yes, fair. Um, and offers more yeah. versatility and I think higher yeah. upside in yeah. coverage. Uh, and everyone, you know, when Brooks gets picked, oh, he's super fast. Yeah, Queen is faster. So. I, I... Oh, age, age doesn't often bring the emotion to this podcast. That's normally my job. We've switched roles. <laughs> I, I guess they, they want to get back to the stupid, well, it's not stupid, like the, a thumper at linebacker, downhill. But it's stupid because that's not what they need and that's not what today's NFL requires. So... Uh, this is a bad pick. I hate this pick more than LJ Collier. I, okay, that's well. I, mean, I was higher on. It's funny. I had I had them both right around like sixty four, sixty five. See, board, I was around so. the same range with Collier as you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I got Brooks yeah. like around like almost a hundred. Um, so way later than you. Collier uh, and fit, 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 a fit a need. So I was like, this is a huge reach last year. And remember last year I was fucking angry. And the year before that I was fucking angry. <laughs> this, this is fun. Uh, like they're going to they're gonna kill, hopefully, rounds two through seven. And I'm going to feel better. I need that DK Metcalf pick in the second round, Rob. I need it bad. That needs to, and I'm like, okay, they picked Brooks here. And I can just justify that in my head. <sighs> well, okay. That's our Seahawks yeah, talk. Uh, um, all right, so like we said, it, it was the for, the different format after a couple minutes. I feel like we adjusted. Didn't really, I, again, I didn't really notice other than Roger Goodell just kind of being weird <laughs> before picks, trying to get the fans to cheer. No, that, no that glitches. Much. But exactly, it was all pretty smooth. Um, maybe a, a, a few too many people on the broadcast discussing the picks, and maybe. Just give us more Daniel Jeremiah and less Mel Kiper next time. But uh, other than that, no Trey Wingo was really. fucking around all and, uh, <laughs> fucking up. I, I like Trey Wingo. I, I will say that like like no fault to the broadcast or anything, but it was just it wasn't as exciting um, seeing the picks announced from Goodell's basement. But like that's that's a given. Yeah. No, of course not. But it it, it it kind of felt like in day three where it's yeah. just kind of happening. Like that, obviously, much bigger than that, but uh, and also because we were told that the media is yeah. way off this year, we thought it would, could get pretty wild pretty quickly. And it, like you said, it was chalk up until about 15. Pick, like pick 16, yeah. So the first 15, and then pick 16, it started to go, and then it, it got a little wacky. Still, it wasn't there, wasn't like massive reach no. picks. Well, it it was it was until about uh, like 
the Seahawks pick, and then you get a couple. But it was just more more interesting fits. Like there, a lot of the or the reach picks we did see were yeah. guys we expected to go in the first round, at exactly. least like an Austin Jackson uh, or an AJ yep. Terrell. And uh, um, it, I don't know. I thought it was a good mix because like we were just seeing lots of great football players go to good fits early, and then it just got a little wacky. And again, I had no skin in the game. <laughs> yeah, see, for me, I would have nice. rather reversed where like I could get the craziness out of the way and then calm down for this show. Right now, I'm just all fucking hyped up. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, what was your holy shit you, moment? You know what? It's funny because halfway through the draft, I'm like, maybe my ho- yeah, maybe it my holy shit funny. moment is that there was no fuck ups, no glitches, and that it was all chalk. And then f- for me, it was the Jordan Love pick. Oh, okay, that 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 was my I I wrote down three. Love was my second. We. It was hard. I didn't think Love would have that Drew Locke mm-hmm. slide to the second round. It started to kind of feel like it might be coming yep. after the Saints passed on him. Uh, but then, lo and behold, we get the we get the Packers trade up. I think we were, well, at least I was thinking it had to be they were jumping somebody for a receiver potentially moving up for uh, Denzel Mims maybe or Michael yeah. Pittman something like that. They need playmakers. Uh, and of course, they go Jordan Love. Um, Aaron Rodgers probably not gonna be happy. There's lots of quotes out there about things he'd said prior to the draft. Uh, for Love, it's a perfect fit. Gets to yeah. sit for a year or more behind Aaron Rodgers, develop his game. He he he's got that young Aaron Rodgers s mm-hmm. when things break down. His just arm talent and off platform ability kind of. Uh, lead to wowza plays so it's kind of cool that he gets to sit behind him um but also then you get the whole how how is this going to throw a wrench yeah. in their locker room rogers and lafleur and he's got this young guy breathing down his neck brett Favre already went through this when he was young and uh it's it's uh it wasn't a super bowl win now move for aaron Rodgers. obviously it was a let's extend our relevance move which is not what you would think yeah. of. Um, let me ask, who do you think they were competing with to jump up and grab him? So, obviously, in the grand scheme, they jumped ahead of uh, the the Titans, the Ravens, and the Seahawks. I don't think we thought any of those teams were in contention. So it would have had to have been a team uh, trading from the second round, I would guess, into the first round. the mind. Uh, in India, yeah, Indianapolis was who I. If I had to bet on someone, let I, me throw I a quick tinfoil hat time. Okay, do you remember the Seattle was tied to Patrick Mahomes his draft year? I don't know if you remember that. It was weird. I didn't want it. Yeah, I do. I remember. Maybe Jordan Brooks was a panic pick, and they're going to take love. That makes f- I know less sense. So at least, at least this is Absolutely. better for you. Yeah. <laughs> So hey, spin, uh, spin zone. <laughs> yeah, make me. Could 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 have had Russell Wilson's backup for the next ten years with twenty seventh pick. Um, my holy shit moment was that we thought the receivers could kind of push mm-hmm. down the board a little bit because of all the depth and the tackles and the quarterbacks pushing them down and whatnot. Um, my my holy shit 
kind of moment was that C.D. Lamb ended up being the third of the big three taken, and he fell all the way to 17, he fell to the Dallas Cowboys, and when he was there, one of our good friends, uh, resident coin flipper for the show, Chris Matsukis, Dallas Cowboys fan, we were discussing with him who, who he wants, what could happen, and then like, I just kept selling myself on C.D. Lamb would be so cool here, maybe it's not the biggest need, but... That would be hard to pass on. He's number seven player on my board, DeAndre Hopkins type guy. They take him. Now we get to see him with Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup, Zeke, and Dak. I think that's money. I also like kind of the Oklahoma Dallas. I like Mm -hmm. uh, kind of keeping guys in their areas. Um, And I'm so excited to just see what this passing attack's like with the Mike McCarthy change. And getting a playmaker like that who just dominates after the catch in space, wins downfield with his elite body control and contested catch situations. He is, I don't know, I hope they yeah. give him the 88 too just to keep that tradition going. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I think as, again, no skin in the game, like just wanting great players to land in fun situations. This was I think it's my, my favorite, favorite pick too. Um, and it, it kind of just all fell perfectly for the Cowboys. They had Chase on and Lamb to pick from and Obviously, everyone was mocking mm-hmm. Chase on to the Cowboys' virtual lock. And I do think that probably would have been the pick, but with CeeDee Lamb staring them in the face, old rogue Jerry couldn't say no. Fuck it. Let, let Jerry run the draft again. Him alone in a room. It's, it's working. In that weird uh, spaceship room they were in. I, I definitely That was my favorite pick in the first round. I, I mean, I don't like the Cowboys. I love CeeDee Lamb. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy they're together. Yeah, no, it just feels like a lot of fun. He's going to be very marketable yeah. for them, too, I think. That, like, That's the going to be one of the hottest-selling rookie jerseys. That and Henry Ruggs with the Raiders, because yes. that was just swaggy. Um, I've got another holy shit moment. Uh, just that it looked like we weren't going to get a running back, and then we finally did. 32, the Chiefs go. They grab their running back in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, perfect fit i hate taking mm-hmm. running backs in the first round everybody knows that but perfect fit for andy reed's offense perfect running back for them for what he can do as a pass catcher he's a brian westbrook type guy who obviously andy reed had in philly uh he's just such a s- elusive player in the open field and runs so hard like he's tiny but he runs so hard and can dominate between the tackles because of his contact balance um I know he didn't blow up the 40 or anything but he's such a great athlete yeah. laterally He's so explosive out of his cuts. I just think that's a that's a pick that, again, I hate taking running backs, but he's going to instantly be just an energizer for this an offense. An offense that doesn't need that. Um, yeah, and, like, I almost feel like they'll be using him multiple – like, he, he moved around the LSU offense. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't want to – because the Chiefs are smart, they don't want to yeah. just run him into the ground and 1,000 yards as a rookie – but if he's more of almost a 500 rushing, 500 receiving guy, almost. If you're going to take a running back in the first round, uh, first of all, do it at 32. And second of all, I kind of feel like this is the best uh, best fit for any of them. Um, I, I, I Again, I agree. Don't take running backs in the first round, but I like the fit a lot. Like you said, he's going to – yeah, go ahead. And if, if you're going to do it, make sure it's a running back who impacts the it, passing game drastically, exactly. which – is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and DeAndre Swift. Those are the only two that exactly. fit that Exactly, and uh, again, if you're doing it, uh, be the Super Bowl champs who don't have too many holes. I know they got holes on defense, but again, they won the Super Bowl, so this is just rich getting richer. Also, you just got to love that the AFC West is yeah. all in on <laughs> offense. 
Like, we get, obviously, the Chargers take Justin Herbert, six, get their franchise quarterback. Then we get the Raiders going with Henry Ruggs getting that pure speed. Then the Broncos getting elite runner Jerry Judy. And then the Chiefs are like, fuck it. Yeah, we need DB. Yeah, we need a linebacker. We need tons of defensive help. Let's just get us a running back. And then score even more points. sick. AFC West, AFC best, baby. Um, which pick uh, surprised you most? In order, uh, Damon Arnett was the kind of the first one that kind of shocks me. Uh, yeah, I think that that surprised yeah, me the most um, as well. Although it, the more I thought about it, exactly. it's very it's, it's super Mayock. I didn't expect him to be the uh, the fourth corner draft. I didn't. I didn't expect to hear his name tonight at all. I, I know, like a month ago, we were like, okay, you could sneak into the twenties, uh, late twenties. But at nineteen, it shocked me. But yeah, totally. It feels super Mayocky. I think he's a good fit there. It's just uh, tough, yeah. tough as nails. Really physical corner. He he even had before he started his poor testing. He had those Marlon Humphrey comps. Uh, Marlon Humphrey, much better athlete, of course. But like mm-hmm. because of his toughness and willingness as a run defender, really great press man guy. Guy got better every year at Ohio State. Uh, there were some football or some yeah. character concerns. Um. So the, the that kind of surprised me that in that way because they've been going so high character with their guys. Um, obviously, they felt comfortable with Arnett, and he addressed a huge need for them. Like I think, although I do think it was a reach, and I have him, I think, I 50, think fifty-six on my board. So we're, we're close. I think he's a higher floor corner than some. Like if the like. He is more ready, I think, yep. than AJ Terrell. He just, he doesn't have that the same ceiling, but his floor is much higher. Like, and I also think if he didn't have the athleticism to hold up uh, consistently at corner, he has the ability mm-hmm. to move to safety. He's a guy who I think's gonna play in the league for a while. I just um, I don't think he's like a yeah. Agreed. Type. And I know, like you said, the character concerns maybe not uh, the most Raiders fit the last two years, but as we said, the on field play kind of perfect for them. Yeah, fits. Yeah, balls to the wall, uh, energy. He also brings that shit talking swag. That's a energy. that's a fun swaggery combo with Arnett and Jonathan Abram coming back this year. Yeah, their secondary is gonna have a lot of attitude, yeah. which is nice. Old old school Raiders, baby. Um, hell yeah, yeah. speed on offense, attitude on defense. Max Crosby's <laughs> Howie Long. Um. I think maybe it shouldn't have surprised me, but in the first 15 picks, there wasn't a lot going on, so I wrote this one down as my surprise when I thought everything was Jack. Isaiah Simmons ending up with the Cardinals at eight. You know what? Like, if you want to pair that with Derek Brown, like, put them together and surprising, does that make sense? Well, I I, I mean, the Derek Brown, the Panthers thing didn't surprise me too much. I think those were the two players we were looking at. Like, again, I did think it was tackle first, but we saw Simmons, Simmons' name floated out there a bit, and... As a Seahawks fan, again, I kind of hate that Isaiah Simmons is in the NFC West. Um, I, I just, yeah, I really thought they would go offense, get Kyler Murray some help up front. Only one. Especially when we had oh, yeah. both. And uh, it was Thomas. Yeah. We have Will, Wills, Becton, mm-hmm. and Worfs available. Um, but then, like, first of all, getting your just stud on defense, nothing wrong with that. I think it's a great pick. Blue chip prospect, third player on my board. Um and then he he goes to a, uh, a division that has to combat Sean McVay and Jared yep. Goff, Russell Wilson, uh, Will D- with Will Disley guys like DK. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Will Disley, um, and, and then uh, George Kittle. 
Yeah, George. He he like he can match up on him with George Kittle. He can spy Take Russell away Wilson. Take those crossing routes from Debo and Samuel. He can he can uh, he can <laughs> spy Jared Goff. He probably played deep safety against the Rams. Um, but just taking advantage of that rare athleticism and length in the division that has a ton of explosive playmakers, but very different yeah, no, styles I, of offense. I think it's a great pick, but it was definitely surprising at the time. Uh, and then I got another one. Yes. Cesar Ruiz. Uh, I got another one after you too. But yeah, this was just like this for me. For me, this was just the fit that I, that kind of shocked me. Like. Uh, well, I I I, I think McCoy especially because there's the well they're yeah. sitting there at twenty four. Brandon Ayuk's on the board. If they want to go still there, I know he didn't go in the first round. Uh, if still. if yep. Patrick Queen, who's been rumored there, Jordan Love, if they want to get that QB successor, and they go Caesar is, which is the safe pick and a really smart pick. Larry Warford looked like he was going to be cut probably at some point this offseason, and this just kind of stamps that one. And Ruiz has played guard and center. McCoy did the same at Texas A&M. Um, so I don't know who's going to be center and who's going to be guard. I would suspect yeah, Ruiz plays right guard. Um, and they're just continuing to build that offensive line. They know the interior of off- offensive line is so important with a shorter quarterback and Drew Brees. And Brees needs more protection than ever. As he's aging, you want to keep him healthy. So it's just this was a Super Bowl window. Yeah, That's I, I feel very similar. Like When it first happened, I was like, oh... And then the longer I sat, yeah, like it's it, it's almost uninspiring. Yeah, like the longer I sat with it, the more I liked it. it, it, it for, at first, it was just like the McCoy mm-hmm. thing. I was like, "That's weird that they." I, I know they're they're not going to play the same position, but they did, and uh, just weird after going getting him in the second round and trading up for him in the second round last year that they they sat and picked Reese this year. But yeah, like it, it definitely just feels like that Super Bowl window pick. The rich get richer, and in terms of value, Reese was my twenty third player on my board. Uh, the third. Yeah, he was. A, I think he was de- a definite top three. Yeah, he was prospect. the third best guy on my board at the time. So all of that made sense. And like you said, with an aging Drew Brees, you just want to give give him more and more time in that pocket. So I I ended up liking this pick. It was just at the time I was like, oh okay. And, and it looked even better as the picks <laughs> that's, behind that's it went. True. I mean, I, I think I would have preferred the Patrick Queen pick, but hey, just like in our mock draft, uh, we had we had to get that to Baltimore. I will not. I got yeah exactly. I also, like, I have Ruiz above Patrick Queen. Ruiz is a much safer player yeah. than Patrick Queen. If they really um, want a linebacker, they'll make a, like, they'll take Logan Wilson yeah. tomorrow. Something like that. Um, whereas, like, again, a linebacker, as I lead, the linebackers aren't nearly as important other as other positions uh, yeah. fan club. They can get a guy who can stick in next to Demario Davis and be competent, whereas you get a guy like Ruiz who has Pro Bowl ability on on the interior offensive line on an offensive line that's already got two Pro Bowl tackles, a Pro Bowl uh, left guard, and uh, I don't, Eric McCoy didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he looks like a future Pro Bowler after his rookie year. He's the best interior offensive lineman. So they're gonna have five rookies, Pro Bowls so. on the offensive line, yeah. Yeah, they're like Larry Warford. You've only made what two in your career. You probably don't have a third coming. Let's replace you. I respect yeah, it. Sure. Uh, I'll throw Kenneth Murray out there because, like, just when they traded up, I didn't think it was going to be Kenneth Murray. Um, uh, I, you just didn't hear that fit at all. And like, I like the fit. It's really fun, but they just kind of gave up a lot to go up and get him. Yeah, they gave I up see, a I, lot. I love the player. I like the fit a lot. 
Me but too. I, I kind of don't Me like too. the pick because they gave up so much. I, I wouldn't have given up Me that either. much for that for him. And and again, we're higher on him than a lot of people. Yes. A lot of people hate. I saw him. a lot of um, hate for the like he's he's nineteenth on my board. So like this is a good pick that value wise. I think he's twenty fourth so right, on my board. Right yeah. So right there, or tw- no, he's twenty third on my board. Smart. Um, and the other thing is like. Although they don't have the greatest linebacker core, they've mm-hmm. spent draft capital on their linebacker core. They have some things there that are interesting. I thought Drew <laughs> Tranquil flashed a little bit as a rookie. Kaiser White's flashed yeah. a bit. Uchenna and Wosu's uh, an interesting Sam option. Like you've got interesting options there, where it's like you're going to give up. You're you're spending a first, second, yeah. and third on him when it's definitely not your biggest need. I thought they were moving up potentially for a tackle. This means they're probably starting Trey Which Pipkins. Which you don't want to be doing, Rob. Uh, or I thought maybe if the, if they're trying to get sexy with it, maybe they're making a move for a third receiver. Uh, I give Justin Herbert yeah. all the tools. Um, but yeah, I just I didn't super didn't expect that. It's a fun fit, but a lot to give up. He, but at the same time, sticking that type of athleticism, and he's probably going to immediately yeah. be a, a leader. Um, Running behind a defensive line that's loaded, with a secondary that's loaded behind him, like he could, I, I, I'm sure his odds will be high for defensive yeah, yeah. again. That Chargers defense just keeps drafting guys we love. Yeah, but again, you're right. Um, as much as we love it, and we're big Kenneth Murray people, uh, it's it's definitely too much to give up for an off-ball line. <laughs> Very much so. Like it, it'll be like when the Saints traded up for Marcus Davenport. And if Marcus Davenport hit, it was still going to always be a lot. Yeah, I mean, a, a little bit like Devin Bush last year, except less of a need than the Steelers had. Hey, don't come on. I, well, I love him. Tonight's my night. I, I didn't love have Devin to Bush. I pick. love Kenneth Murray. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. Devin yeah. Bush, better player, too. Um... Which pick had you shaking your head other than Jordan Brooks, who I'm sure is on your uh, list? Yeah, lots of my answers have, has Jordan Brooks in all caps, but we got that out of the way off the top. Uh, I got to go with Noah I, which kind of came out of nowhere. As the, as the draft struck out, I didn't expect to hear his name called tonight. I know we saw some of the rumors there. Uh, and then off the top, you're like, they paid Zayman Howard. They, play, they paid Jumpman. Why are they drafting a corner with their third pick here? Um and then as you kind of stew on it, it's like, I mean, he might be better suited at nickel, but spending the 30th pick on a nickel is strange. Or maybe he's moving to safety. But regardless, uh, with, with with all of the safety still on the board, by the way. Um, and, and for the record, like, it's not like nickel was a massive. Yeah. Like, Bobby McCain is a fine yeah. football player. Safety is certainly a bigger need if you're addressing the secondary. And like, yeah, Xavier, all the safeties were there. Every safety is still on the board. Um, we've discussed potentially Noah I maybe being a safety, like you just mentioned, because I think he his skill set might mm-hmm. be a better fit for that. Um, he's just very panicky when the ball's in the air. He lacks instincts. He's raw. Uh, he's raw. He. he He's very raw, really great athlete, and really willing tackler. He's almost like a bullet. Uh, playing, if you played him at safety, I'd really kind of find that interesting. But yeah, at thirty, and as a corner, uh, and with Jeff Gladney still on the board, if you're like really looking for a nickel yeah. type, Jeff Gladney, 
would be a great nickel for them. Um, or if you're looking for a true corner, for who knows why, like Jalen Johnson's a much yeah. safer option. It was just it was shocking with both the, it not being a big need, it being a very big reach pick. It was he's the lowest player dra- on my board mm-hmm. that was drafted tonight. Um, and just with the other guys yeah. at that position available, I also put I also put Austin Jackson at eighteen for them. Like they they started hot getting Tua at five, not having to give up anything. That was Absolutely. a steal yeah. for them in the end. And then it just kind of it's very deflating what they got at thirteen. Yeah, like like think they could have had um like like Justin Jefferson at eighteen, and then still Josh Jones at thirty. Like that would have been so much more ex- exciting. Um, yeah, I, we both agree that Jackson pick is a huge reach. But we're not surprised that like we mocked him fourteen the other night, so like it's not like we're surprised that he went so high. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, Dolphins fans, be happy you got you came with Tua because if you came up with a Herbert, I know you're not fans of him down there. Um, this kind of would have been a super bad top to bottom. Yeah. Um, do you have anybody else who had your head? I those were my big ones. Yeah, we we don't have to. Yeah, we got okay. a bunch more things to go through. Let's friend. Do don't don't worry. Uh, in the why did they slide category, uh, I put I He's put CD Lamb. Yeah, me too. And I also put Tristan Wirfs. I know it's not like he slid a ton. I was just surprised he ended up being the fourth of the mm-hmm. big four taken, and that he ended up falling to the Buccaneers in, in a little bit of a a, a little trade up, trade up to get him. Barely. But, uh, yeah. Um. I guess with the Worfs thing, it was the NFL did maybe think he didn't quite have what it took to be a tackle for that, some but, teams. Yeah. Saw more as a guard, but uh, Tampa yeah. just cashes in, gets a freak athlete to plug and play at right tackle. Tom Brady stays winning. The Bucks have had the best offseason. Um, that that was a total Big win time. that he fell to them. And then same same for the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb falls right into their lap. It was other positions pushed the receivers down the board. The Raiders clearly wanted their own Tyree Kill with the speed and Henry Ruggs. The Broncos wanted that route runner who can uh, th- thrive mm-hmm. at slot to complement Cortland Sutton, give Drew Locke his best friend, and Lamb ends up with the Both Cowboys. Both those teams just absolute slam dunked. Like if you told me Tampa had a tr- like t- if you told me Tampa came away with Tristan Wirfs and trade up for him, I'm like, okay, did they go to I don't know four somehow or something like that? Uh, but no, they they only had to move up one slot, which was a weird trade. Smart from the Niners, um, but total slam dunk, totally worth it. Your window is now. Well, and I'm I'm guessing they were they they had to make that move because well there was rumors the Falcons were going to look trade up for a tackle, which Maybe. I don't understand why. But if that were true, that could have been their mm-hmm. trade partner there, or if maybe the Dolphins were looking yep, to get up there for, for sure. worse. So just go get your guys, give up what you have to to get them. And uh, that's nice other than those two, um, out of guys that went in the first round, there's not really any shocking sliders. No, th- no, those are the only ones I had down for guys. Me who too. Got yeah, there. like like Shaysan was such a minor slide, and like really, that's where he probably should be going. Um, yeah, and it was like he he. There was some yeah. odd picks that forced other talent down the board, which then in turn yeah, exactly. forced him down the board. So um, Justin Jefferson was a bit of a slide for me, like. 
Yeah, I had him 18, but I mean 22, whatever, and it was part of the just the depth at at receiver. Um, we're probably gonna talk that. Are, do you have do you have that pick talking anywhere else, or do you want to talk about that pick now? Yeah, Justin Jefferson. I, I have that. Okay, because I, I was, the, the the conversation between Jefferson and Rager is an interesting one, and uh, we can talk about that later. Uh, um, why did I? I th- for just two guys who did get selected, why did they slide? Were just my two highest rated players that weren't running backs. Um, mm-hmm. AJ Epinesa, which I think we know why he slid. He's uh, an acquired taste who needs a specific type of scheme and. His lack of athleticism is going to scare a lot of NFL teams off. So I, I don't think you like. I didn't. Did we really think he was going to go in the first round? I, I would yeah. 50-50. I guess the biggest one that didn't go is, is Xavier McKinney. Yeah, and, and just mm-hmm. the safeties in general that none of, is. And now it's not a top heavy class. We talked about AJ's line on McKinney. Make a couple, make a couple of Pro Bowls, maybe. Like he's going to be a really good football player for a long time, but he isn't a super high upside guy. He's a, just a really smart, safe safety you want in your secondary. So I, I guess maybe not shocking, like he didn't go top 20 or something. I think Mel Kuyper had him as his mm-hmm. 15th player. and um, just But then none of the safeties going. Uh, Grant Delpit, um, Jeremy Chin, Ashton David. Like all, I think we're yes. going to run on safeties yep. in the second round now, though. The running backs and the yeah. safeties, I think... With, uh, on top of uh, of the receivers because they're just going to dominate every round. I think the uh, safeties and the and the running backs will and maybe tackles. Like if you told me after Austin Jackson came off the board that Josh Jones wouldn't be a first round pick, I'd be really surprised, and I am surprised. I think he he might just be the first. That's pick uh, that's my right. my little prediction too, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, Cincinnati in good shape right now. But yeah, so I think it was uh, kind of surprising that mm-hmm. none of the safeties went, specifically McKinney. Um, it, but I mean, this just the, the back half of the first yeah, round got really sure. funky. Um, surprised a specific team picked a player? Do you have the... That, that was Caesar Ruiz for me. And like even you can throw Kenneth, Kenneth Murray Makes in sense. there too, just with the trade-up. Yeah. I, I, I want a little different. I want Clavon yeah. Chasson. Uh, with the Jags getting him at twenty, first of all, I didn't know or yep. didn't think he'd be there. He's a, he seems like a perfect replacement mm-hmm. for Yannick Ngakwe. It's just they haven't physically moved him yet, so I wasn't necessarily expecting them to spend high draft capital on edge. Uh, which and then th- that taking him kind of in turn drives the price to get Ngakwe. I, down, I, if I were to think? bet, I, I say Ngakwe gets traded before the second round starts. I have what no do you think idea. He goes for? I. I'm gonna say he ends up going for a third round. I think pick he should go for a third at some point like, tomorrow. See, I, I would trade too, but round I, pick yeah, I think the, just the way that you yeah, have to exactly. pay him. You got to pay him, and like the way the Jags have kind of handled this, and the way he's kind of handled this, and then taking Shaysan probably just lowered his uh, value a little bit. I think he's worth a third though, for sure. Yeah, I think they must have been asking. Well, I don't think they could have been asking for a first, but probably, they probably at least were a second. For a first. Oh, the trains here. This is the midnight, midnight train in midnight train Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, boy, the Falcons took AJ Terrell. <laughs> he's on the um, train. Yeah. It's a quick, it's a quick train from uh, Clemson <laughs> to Georgia. Probably, probably is. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of... Uh, I, the fit itself wasn't surprising. And I think Chazon's mm-hmm. a money pick for them. Having him and Josh Allen on the edge is really, really fun. 
Uh, I was just surprised that they didn't end up getting Ngakwe done and still spent the pick. Yeah, no, on him, I guess, which just tells you that's fair. Let's talk Jags here. What do you think about the Henderson and Shaysan Hall in general? I mean, if Phil's uh, two of their biggest needs with Ngakwe mm-hmm. being on his way out, um, I think they're really like CJ Henderson. To me, at nine, it's maybe a little earlier than I had him, but for like he is the clear corner two in the class and exactly what they need. They also love drafting Florida players. Um, and he, he'll plug in right away, so I, like, I'm totally fine with that. And then I really like, I love the chase on Josh. Yeah, no, that's... I think they had, they, I think what they're doing is smart. They're loading up mm-hmm. the defense. They know ultimately they're probably, I, I mean, they, they probably think they're contending, but ultimately they're not going to be contending. Um, and they're going to be contending for Trevor Lawrence. So if he gets to walk into a situation where you've already got a lot of young talent on defense to kind of carry him early, I think that's really interesting. And I think they're an interesting team to see how how they use um, that that forty second overall pick tomorrow. If like mm-hmm. there's a receiver there or something potentially, and it, like, like, like again, I agree that Henderson was a bit of a reach, but it's clear second best corner. Um, and just the way with the, the way the board fell, like Simmons wasn't there, Brown wasn't there. Um, that pick made a lot of sense. So. Uh, again, and then Chase on fell like so. They, they did a good job there. Just two guys with big time upside. Um, Henderson's floor is higher than I think a lot of people thought at the beginning of the process. But um, big boom with two. If these both these guys hit big, they're they're big hits. <laughs> big boom hits. Yeah, they they draft yeah. two great athletes from the SEC. Both have huge upside. I I, I, I can't hate the way they attack Agreed. that, that um, especially with how other teams hit. Uh, and then I also um, threw down Justin Jefferson here just because I didn't, first of yeah. all, I didn't think he'd be there at 22 for the Vikings. Second, I thought maybe they'd be more inclined to go with a true speedster or a... Um, a bigger option or like uh, more of a true yeah. X like a Denzel Mims where uh, instead of Justin Jefferson who's like the big slot type um, I Me do too. really like the fit the only thing is I, I wonder how they'll deploy him and Thielen um, their offense can be really interesting the way it's built obviously they spent a uh, high pick on Irv Smith last year too yeah um, I think Justin Jefferson could quickly become Kirk Cousins best friend Obviously, Thielen's getting a little uh, up there in age. Um, I I I like don't dislike the idea of Jefferson playing on the outside or anything. I just think his value comes on the inside, obviously, and he's such a smooth, silky route runner. Uh, he's Keenan Allen with more juice, and he's a really underrated yes. Jack playmaker. So I think it, it was just kind of I was kind of a taken aback by it for a second. In reality, I think it's a like. That the Vikings are uh, the big yeah, players. very much agree. And for me, like Jefferson, I think I had Jefferson fifteenth on my board, so I was really high on him. So, yeah, I'm eighteen. It's good value. So it's like um, position of need, especially in the second second half of the first round where anything goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, who's your favorite fit overall? Uh, Patrick Queen, like for 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 a team that I, I will. Oh, I mean, two really? uh, two is kind of my first pick to be honest, but. Uh, I'll go deeper in the class, and that I didn't know you like Patrick Queen so much. Talking, or maybe you just like him now that you realize Jordan Brooks is the other side. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm not that high on Patrick Queen, but like I, I like that fit a lot, and we projected that often. So I was just happy that they landed with him. You just want to get, get, get the mock draft, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Did you win the mock yeah, draft contest time. this year? Uh, actually, sorry. I mean, I finished 32nd out of out of uh, 14 million good. people. Yeah, ha- half of uh, Canada played. Yeah, it's a medal. <laughs> um, okay, uh, my my number one favorite fit is Jedrick Wilson. Yeah, that's that's such a home run for I, me too. I th- I think it's being slept on a little bit just because, like, well, first of all, it kind of happened a while yeah. ago at this point in time, um, and things got so wacky <laughs> that it almost was like not a lot of the top half of the first yeah. rounds being discussed uh, immediately after. Um, him the the tackles fell interesting. I like how they fell, uh, and I think he landed in his absolute best case scenario where he'll plug in right away at left tackle. He is awesome for mm-hmm. that Stefanski offense for what he can do as a run mulling yes, motherfucker. Sure. I am ready for this Brown. Like as a Steelers fan, no, I'm not happy. But as just a football fan, I am ready to see him and Jack Conklin in the trenches in the Stefanski offense. This was their. I, he had to have been their yes. number one uh, option. Like if like, you also when the alternative was they might take Ezra <laughs> Cleveland. It looks extra. Entering the offseason, uh, like thinking you need two tackles, and end up coming away with Jedrick Wills and Jack Conklin. That's a home run, and I mean especially Jedrick Wills because yeah. I didn't think he'd be there at ten. He was both of our top tackles on the nope. uh, in the class, and like mm-hmm. you said, he's just a fucking glass eater. That's a beautiful fit. Yeah. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. He's going to add him and Conklin yeah. will add a lot of attitude up front for them. I just I think it's both a, a perfect culture fit, perfect scheme fit and just he was the fifth player on my board. They got exactly. him at 10. That's home for run. For sure. Um I'll throw two receiver favorite fits. Jerry mm-hmm. Judy the Broncos. I just think that's going to immediately pay dividends for Drew Locke. Getting a trustworthy route runner who's going to compliment Court- like Cortland Sutton, big man on the outside. Jerry Judy, the route runner on the inside, does a lot of just he is yeah. he cuts on a dime. He's so explosive uh, out of his breaks. I'm ready for that. And then uh, Jalen Rager, that's my guy. He ended up in my favorite yeah. situation for him, which is with the Eagles at 21. He gets to be their downfield. Rip mm-hmm. this offense open threat for Carson Wentz, as well as being a yak guy. Big time return upside as well. I the receivers all fell in a really fun way, and we still have yeah. so many more tomorrow. That's going to kind of be the storyline for tomorrow, where those guys land. And I'm just really excited about this receiver class. So yeah, I, I totally agree. So Jefferson was uh, higher on my board than Rager was, but Rager was 20 for me. At Jefferson was like 15, so super high on both of them. Yeah, yeah. So and I thought like if too. Jefferson was still there for the Eagles, I, I thought there was no way they could pass on them. But uh, again, another one that. Not not it didn't take too long to stew, but the Rager fit was just getting them a guy. We know they want that deep threat, a guy that can get downfield and be explosive. I I, I agree. I think that's great, and I think the the Je- the Jefferson found his a perfect home for himself too. So I think it worked out perfect. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but the Ayuk fit for the Niners is super fun too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, he's giving putting Ayuk and Debo yeah. Samuel together. Just giving you two freak yak guys. Uh, Ayuk, I think we'll see even like in that offense because he does have the ability mm-hmm. to be a deep threat. Like he, I, because he was such a great yak playmaker, I feel like Ayuk's ability to stretch the field was slept on a little bit. 
And I love how long his arms are. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like it makes him, even though he's 5'11", it makes him yeah. such a, a more For dangerous, sure. contested yeah. catch guy. I think the, the, that offense in general is going to be fun, but like adding just Ayuk, who's a little weirder than some of the other receiver options, but in a weird, good way. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead a bit, but my smartest trade was what the San, like San Fran did. Yeah, no, I had first of all. Also, there was no, there was yeah, like no exactly. trade until late, so. and they're weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rugs was already off the board, and I think that was everyone's favorite fit for them. Uh, so they trade back only one slot, went with Javon Kinlaw, which interesting pick. Obviously, it, it, it's basically traded him for Buckner and uh, a fourth. Basically, they got a cheaper Buckner. Um, we weren't sure if they're going to go tackle that early, defensive tackle that early, IDL that early, but. He's such an explosive player. That's that's kind of that's scary. And then, uh, like I, I thought that should have been receiver there, but then obviously they jumped back up for Brandon Ayuk. And like you just said, that's a perfect fit. And and they came away with a receiver and their uh, interior defensive lineman. So they killed that. Uh, all they have left though is like one fifty six, two ten, and two seventeen. So the draft is over. But obviously they were in the Super Bowl, so they don't need that much help. Uh, but they kind of killed that. And they got two. They got the yeah. most bang for their buck. Like, Javon Kinlaw is the perfect force yeah. Buckner replacement. And Brandon Ayuk is replacing Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, obviously, it's not the same route runner, but he's such a more explosive playmaker at this point in their careers. That I mean, I, I again, I am so excited. But I just respect that the 49ers understand that the way they got to the Super Bowl was building mm-hmm. through the defensive line. They lose one stud. They, 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 yeah, they have to exactly. Quickly going back to fit. I'm very, very happy that two ended up a Miami Dolphin and Herbert ended up a Charger. Me too. I think it's it's better for the game of football. <laughs> it is, and like like we we pegged them there for the last three and a half months, whatever, and kind of did a little switch because we we bit the smoke screen a bit. But no, I I think on the field, um, that those are the homes I want for those two guys. Yeah, uh, like Tua is a good athlete. But he, uh, Justin Herbert's a better athlete. Tua is never going to be like uh, Tua. Tua's running or mobility is better used. Also, as a you passer. don't you don't want him to be it really. Ex- exactly. Whereas with Justin Herbert, I think not to the same extent as Josh Allen, yes. but that's part of his value is getting him in an offense that's going to take advantage of what Anthony he can Lynn's do going that, to baby in that way, it, it, for sure. And so I, I uh, I'm and both both guys land in spots where they don't have to come in and start week one. And, it's a great, great homes for them, and Herbert's surrounded by talent. I mean, the, the odds are, I bet Herbert is probably, by but week he doesn't one. have to be. Tua, the only reason he wouldn't be yes. would be the injuries. But yeah, yeah again, they don't yes. have to for sure. Is a good point. Um, I got one more for favorite fit is Jeff Gladney mm. to the Vikings. Minnesota killed it, man. Just yeah, they did. Minnesota, San Fran, Jacksonville mm-hmm. had an underrated day. Like, lots of lots of lots of fun. Um, best or value pick of the night was the, was the number CD one value man. pick in your mind. That's a good one. I I went with Tua just because yeah the Dolphins got to sit at five and take him. Didn't have to make a trade. Didn't have to use any of their extra draft capital to to make that. Although they didn't spend the rest of it that <laughs> yeah. well, they they got to sit back and get their guy. They they didn't tank for Tua and still got Tua. I think that's Absolutely. pretty money 100%. on their part. 
every 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 Dolphins fan, like it doesn't even matter. Again, you said kind of mentioned this earlier. It doesn't even matter what happens the rest of the draft if you're a Dolphins fan. You're just so happy you got the left arm. <laughs> and maybe maybe with them taking risks at uh, 18 and 30, that uh, I feel like they're going to go more safe the rest of the way out. To be honest. Uh yeah no um that that wouldn't surprise me. I also think it because of what they did in NFL mm-hmm. free agency. And they, they added a lot of veteran yeah. safe options and hot, even high-end guys like Jumpman. Um, it allowed them to take some bigger swings. No, at, that's, at a, that's a good draft. point. Uh, who's the biggest reach for you? Uh, just going mathematically, I, I got a lot. Jordan Brooks is number one for me. Ma- like Mathematically, was he the biggest reach Like from your, where you had him on yes. the board and where you ended up going? Okay. Damn, I didn't realize you And then I had Noah. Bad. And that, yeah, uh, yeah. Noah was my number those one. Two, those two were definitely the biggest. Uh, Isaiah Wilson, Isaiah was, my Wilson was my third, and then Austin Jackson, AJ Terrell, and Damon Arnett. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, the uh, let's talk. We, we we mentioned a lot of those other guys. Isaiah Wilson, although I do think he landed in the best possible <laughs> yeah. scheme fit, which is a little bonus for him. I still think he's a guard, not a tackle. It looks like they've drafted him to potentially be the right tackle although he's not going to be forced into action mm-hmm. right away which is nice uh and he he like obviously he's just a run mauling power again i think he's a guard i i think he's giving me a liability and pass protection he's massive but he's yeah. not a great athlete like he's not like like mckay beckton's massive but obviously a freak athlete and isaiah wilson isn't what orlando brown was coming in <laughs> like orlando brown was much smoother than isaiah wilson isaiah wilson reminds me of one of those yeah. Alabama tackles. No, that's, that's good. That's a good point. I'm higher on Isaiah Wilson than you were. Uh, obviously, on the at the combine, Wilson tested way better than Orlando Brown did, though. But when you throw on the tape, you're right. A uh, lot more clunky from Wilson. Uh, I I do think he can play right tackle in the NFL, though. Might be better at guard, um, but but I, I think I'm a little more optimistic with that outlook there than you are, and. Um, like, he needs a lot of coaching up. And like you said, he's going to have to sit a bit. But, again, like you said, great fit. Fits that power running scheme that they want to do so well. Um, so, it's a great landing spot for him. Happy he went in the first round. But, uh, yeah, big reach. Yeah. When yeah, when I'm looking at a pick, if it's a reach, you can get some bonus points in my mm-hmm. mind if it's a good fit or if it's addressing a big need. Yeah. Um, or if, like, it was the clear best guy available at that position because a lot of the other guys went. Noah, I checked none of those boxes, so that's my big issue there. <laughs> He's a good fit. Um, He's a good fit, but yeah. Um, well, but it's not in terms of what the roster no. already Like, Josh Jones would have been the better pick. Um, uh, no, I'm talking about Oh, Noah sorry, I, I heard Isaiah so. Wilson. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Noah, Noah I is the fucking worst. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Like he, I think he's by far the uh, the worst pick of the night. Um, and the, but jumping back to the tackles, it just looks bad because Josh Jones is around yeah. still. And like, it's not even like I had a first round grade on Josh Jones or anything. I just think he's such he's a safer for option sure. than these other guys. Like I have, I have him like fifty I, on I my board. Too. Yeah. But I think he plays in the league for a while. Where it's like Austin Jackson's a huge swing in my mind. Isaiah Wilson is if I kick him to guard in a power scheme, I'm like DJ Fluker, comp. 
Yeah, yeah that is yeah. literally my comp. Like, DJ Fluker is such yeah. a better guard than he was a tackle. And it's not like he's no. an elite guard or anything. Um, anyway, uh, smartest trade of the night. We both agreed. Bucks 49ers. And I think it was smart for the Bucks. They had to get their yeah. guy. And they, they, I mean, trading trading picks to move up one spot never is like something people love the idea of. But if you have to do it to get for their win now mode and they need that tackle. 100%. And like. Like that concern would would look better if they jumped up two spots, you know. You know, I mean, you know what I mean. So yes. it's almost like it's yes. like we think it's silly because yeah. they went up one spot, but I don't care because Wurfs is a top ten guy in the class. The position they need the most. Yeah. Fuck it, lock him in. At one of one of the three most impo- important positions in football, it's not like they traded a second, a third, and a first to draft a linebacker, and I think that's why the Chargers trading up for Kenneth Murray is the dumbest trade. Yeah. Even though I like Kenneth Murray, I like the fit. Agreed. That's just too much to give up Agreed. for a linebacker. Um, yeah, I, like the rest of the trades are pretty fine, to be honest. It's like, and there were some like Minnesota fun. did a good job um, moving back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, the, the, that's really the most surprising thing was that there was only the one trade in the top what twenty twenty three picks. Yeah, and it was only a one one. Like on, yeah. on draft night, yeah, there was, and it was only a one yeah. slot trade, which is the, just kind of insane. Yeah, until yeah, one trade yeah, in the first twenty-two picks, and then a little maneuvering on the on the way up, no. but nothing major. No, no still. not really. Like even like the Jordan Love pick, they didn't jump from the second round in or anything like that. Mm-mm. No. Um. A- any final comments on the player selected? Okay. Tonight? Let me let me let me look around here. Uh. Let me let me quickly go back to AJ Terrell because we haven't really talked about that pick. Uh, no, reach for point. me, but it's not because I expected him to go like 19, anyways. So it's not a big deal. Kind of, kind of. Very Falcons yeah. following what they do Long. is draft big, athletic, upside, and it's a position players. of need. It, it, uh, it sucks that they kind of kind of come away with AJ Henderson, but still. The, there's no consensus mm-hmm. corner three. Like everyone's got different takes. Um, so I, I I get the in the first sixteen picks it was like the biggest reach, yeah. but a lot changed after that. Deal. And he's got a lot of upside that like I I don't love it, uh, but he's a good fit. Lots of athleticism, obviously big size, inconsistent guy, but mm-hmm. tons of upside with it with with his physical tools. Um, so it ended up not looking too bad when in terms of has to actually let me say went. that I was kind of surprised that Philly didn't jump up to get Lamb when he kept sliding. Yeah, maybe no, they didn't sure. like him. Yeah, it worked out that they still got a dude. Exactly. I, I mean, the the receivers who went tonight, I think it makes the see you know it, like sense. it felt like a lot of like common folk NFL people. Thought the Rager pick was a was a reach, but uh, again, he was twenty on my board. Uh, I know we heard he might have gone like mid second, but I I love that pick. He is he is yeah. he's a bit polarizing, yeah, sure. and I get it. But I, I like he is better than like I think he's a better prospect than uh, a lot of receivers we've seen go in the past. And so. he's going to do exactly what they need in that offense. Yeah, he he's a perfect fit. Um, okay. Best players still available. There's a handful of dudes. It's a really deep class. Uh, we mentioned yeah, he, he's the top guy on my board still available. Xavier McKinney, yeah. DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift, 
Ross Blacklock is a guy. Uh, I'm really I high have. on Cheneau, but um, I'm not surprised he's still on the board, obviously. Yeah, I think he's 35th for me. Um, Denzel Mims, obviously. Christian Fulton, Grant Delpit. Like, there's a lot of... I mean, the top of the second round is going to be exciting. I, I wonder if we see some, some big trades mm. up there. Um, like, yeah, you mentioned Cheneau. I mean, like, Neville Gowan, Zach Bond. All the safeties. Someone jump off for Gross too, possibly. Oh, that's a good point. Um, and, and, like, there's still, like... If, if someone's in love with KJ <laughs> yeah, Handler or Michael yeah. Pittman... Like, there's a lot of receiver Maybe Jeremy Chin comes off early. Uh, God, we're going to see Cole Komet go pretty early, <laughs> probably. I mean, Ezra Cleveland still, yeah. too. So, um, yeah, yeah, those are kind of like the big guys. I, I think the Bengals take Josh Jones, 33rd. I want to see where Jalen Hurts lands, too, if he gets to uh, the second round. Do you think he does? Uh, get out second? I don't think he'll get into the second. I bet the NFL likes mm. him more than draft Twitter. You it turns out we we found out tonight we have him both at seventy. Yeah, I thought board. you were higher on him than I am, so that was kind of surprising. But yeah, I, I definitely think he's worth the second round pick. Yeah, if like yeah, I'm not. If I'm taking a quarterback on day two, it's him, and if it's on him, I'm not taking. Hey, hey I, I'm still higher than Easton on you, but I get the the risks. I have I have like one thirty or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't like him. Uh, okay, I if just for the fun of it, because uh, uh, I'm addicted to mocks, I did a quick top <laughs> ten of the second round. Who, yeah, who let's do it. it. Okay, so I'm with you on 33rd, Bengals, Josh Jones, the offensive tackle from Houston. You get him, stick him at right tackle opposite Jonah Williams, get Joe Burrow, bookends. Uh, then 34, I got the Colts going Jalen Johnson, the corner nice. from Utah. Like Immediately plug in tough tackle, the willing tackler, and fits kind of what Chris Ballard likes in the corner. Lions, Ross Blacklock, the TCU IDL. Give him a three tech who can shoot gaps and pass rush next to uh, Danny Shelton. 36, I got a little funky with it. Giants take oh. Zach Bond. The, they're linebackers, something they want. Zach Bond, kind of tough guy, and you can use yeah. him a little bit of edge potentially. I don't know if the Giants are smart enough to do that, but. Also, Joe Judge is coming over from New England. Like, I, I think he would like Zach Bond a lot. Do you got Ezra, uh, 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 Ezra California at 37? Is that a joke? I don't yeah, Ezra Cleveland to the Chargers. I'm just guessing. Well, the Patriots oh, have shit. Picks, so no. <laughs> 37, I have the Patriots taking AJ Epinesa. Um, that's awesome. I think that's part of why they traded back. They realized that, that they can get... Zach Bonner, AJ Epinesa should be there at 37. That's why they trade back with the Chargers, acquired more draft capital. Uh, 38, I have the Panthers ending the slide of Xavier McKinney. Get a tough guy, leader good for your secondary at safety, which is a need. Dolphins end up with a running back at 39, DeAndre Swift. I think that's perfect. Uh, Texans' biggest need to corner. Christian Fulton's still around. Grab him. And then Browns, safety's a big need still. Grant Delpit, and then the Jags get her. You know what I've noticed uh, in the last couple of drafts is that, like, we, we'll do this and, like, okay, all these picks make a lot of sense. And then we'll see some really wonky stuff off the top of the second round. It, 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 it feels like it's been oh, yeah. one of the more weird spots in the draft in recent memory. And, like, around the comp picks in the third round, we see a lot of weird guys go in that range, I usually feel like. Yeah. Oh, big time. It's going to be fun. Uh, um, yeah, no, there's so much left I, on the board. I kind of can't believe the first round's already over. 
It felt it felt different. Yeah, it, yeah. it went by fast, but it didn't no, actually it, go by fast. No, it didn't. I mean, it started 20 minutes late, so. Yeah, well, Trey Wingard stuff to tell I mean, could have done it at 7.30, but whatever. It was cool, Trey. Thank you, buddy. Wow. Amazing. Well, that's our first round reaction show. Uh, you can catch us again later in like a couple days where we uh, look at the whole draft. Maybe AJ will be a little happier then. Maybe I'll be a little more sad. Who really knows? Uh, for now, good job, Minnesota. Thanks,